0: I'm Justine.
1: I'm Daniela, and, and welcome, welcome to Zen What? A podcast where we discuss our own personal journeys towards healing and wellness.
0: We're two best friends on a mission to break the stigma around mental health.
1: And we hope that by sharing our stories, you will feel less alone. The veil of silence drops with us.
0: hey everyone we're wishing you all the very
1: best whether you're thriving or surviving we're here for you you haven't yet please rate
0: review and subscribe to zen what on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you choose to listen
1: friend how are (laughs) you well we caught a little bit off the mic but uh, caught up a little bit off the mic but um yeah i'm hanging in there (laughs) i am here (laughs) yes yes Oh man! Uh, yeah, just just a lot going on, and then um, the cherry on this shit Sunday was me losing power yesterday while I was mid casserole. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Had to finish assembling that in the dark by candlelight. Like, That's, <laughs> it's, it's the fucking 1800s. The yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be stopped. <laughs> How did it turn out? It turned out really good. So there was that. At least there was that, you know. I had dinner at 9.30, but, you know, whatever. And you had dinner by candlelight as Mm -hmm. well? I sure did. Oh, my God. I sure did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is so crazy.
1: I love New York City. (laughs) I know. I love it. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) But it's in the air, though, because my... Good friend shout out to jenny her power went out on tuesday mm. she had to uh, go down eight flights of steps <gasps> and run over to my uh, house um, yeah
1: that's terrible <laughs> it's freaking <merch>, mercury retrograde <laughs> so it's, it's totally totally uh, because my
0: tv also conked out i had to go sp- get a new tv mm-hmm. what else did i have to do those electrical folks i think that was it but just like the fact that everybody's power is going out yeah everybody's uh, things are going crazy yeah. i'm like Lord, I usually don't go for this, uh, heebie jeebie, but <laughs> there's something, yeah, this, it's something, something, to There's something with Libras, yeah, it must be y'all's fault because <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: so wild. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> I mean, I think we have two days left, and then <laughs> right. hopefully we'll be out of this, but um, yeah, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good, friend. I'm, I um, am. Kind of going through it emotionally, mm-hmm. but really in a good way. Yeah, in a way that I can actually process my emotions. Wow, and that is a real blessing to be able to have. Mm-hmm. I did not have that ability for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm even happy to have the space to be emotional. Yeah. Um, and the Bachelorette is starting up next week. Oh my gosh! So we have like a whole new strategy going. We got all kinds of content coming out, which is Child, somebody's playing Pitbull outside <laughs> What is 244 on a Thursday? Not but It's, it's hot out. It's 80 oh degrees. Oh, my God. We got uh, a whole new, yeah, content strategy coming. We got a whole new, uh, just, a, just a lot going on at my, my other job. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there's even little things. Like I got my, PS, my uh, electrical bill mm. this month. And girl, it was less than fifty dollars, and I said, "Well, hallelujah, <laughs>
1: okay, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah." <laughs> you know, Shangela was on Watch What Happens Live the other night. What? Yeah, with who? Uh, with Sheena from Vanderpump Rules. Oh, uh, oh yeah. But oh, and Archie was oh. the bartender from that episode Stop! of Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I was gosh. I was bugging Chandler. out like no one else but me would like <laughs> <Yes>! care. <laughs> your world's colliding I know, it's like <laughs> so much. Oh, love some Shangela Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't wait for we're here. I think it's out already.
0: It is. It's out. Yeah. I gotta find see again, I gotta find the emotional space. Season so, one Watch me. Rets me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I oh, agree. Man. Yeah, right. We
1: gotta we gotta find uh, I don't know a time a space. to Well, I, to be I in. was telling you like I really could use a good cry because I feel like I've been bottling up some emotions. So like maybe yep. instead of putting maybe. stepmom on, I will put on look yep. right here and just mm-hmm. let it out. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Yep.
0: Because
1: oh. at least there's positive results at the end of each episode. <laughs> yeah. The mom doesn't die of breast cancer. <laughs> like, right. Which is like a little too close to home for me. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it so. might be a little much. I mean, that's exactly. I put it on (laughs) every time. But well, that's so exciting about um you guys prepping up for the Bachelorette. Uh yeah, man. Therapy seems to be going really well for you. That's awesome Mm -hmm. to hear. Um Mm -hmm. so I'm really happy for you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, friend I'm happy you have food and shelter. Oh my god. My god. (laughs) Like, I don't know if the food is ultimately spoiled because we were out of electricity for almost twelve hours. But yeah. I'll be damned if I don't oh. eat that food. Like,
0: <laughs> nah, girl, it's gonna go. for you better it. turn to that,
1: that first generation
0: stomach yeah. girl. It's I
1: fine. don't care if I'm like peeled <laughs> over in pain. Like I'm eating that food. I'm eating that cabbage casserole. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Uh, but um. Mm. Do you want to segue to, yeah, this is our season finale. Mm-hmm. Season one, season of growth. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) and we're
0: still growing. (laughs) Yes, we are never done growing, but this is our season of growth. We hope that you guys enjoyed Mm -hmm. and got something, squeezed something Mm -hmm. out of all of the episodes that we put out. We worked really hard on them, especially Danielle (laughs) worked really hard on all these outlines and editing and like doing all of this um just preparation to make mm-hmm. sure that when we get on that mic that we are ready to go. Yeah. Um and really production, really executive producer. thanks friend. friend. Yeah. update my
1: LinkedIn. Yeah. You better update that <laughs> LinkedIn girl. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um yeah and yeah we just hope that you guys have, have enjoyed what we put out. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this, can we discuss? This is the segment where we talk about a topic we've been healing through, creating solutions for and grown from. Um, and we are just gonna talk about overall our time doing this mm-hmm. podcast, um, talking about these uh very uh heavy topics, but also just the general concept of healing. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna go first, friend, or do you want me to go first?
1: Um Sure. I mean, I think we've talked about this, uh, this past season, but I think we really want to just emphasize that healing is not linear and that Mm -hmm. the need for growth never stops. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that I've certainly, you know, I've been in therapy for almost two years or maybe two years now. Um, and sometimes I'll get frustrated because I think I'll be past a certain issue or Mm -hmm. that I've fully healed from something, and then it smacks me right uh, you know, yeah. right on the ass again, all over again, and I'm just like, I feel like a mess. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's important to highlight that, like we mentioned before, healing is not a destination, and it's mm-hmm. okay if you're still struggling with something that you thought that you were totally healed from or um, just struggling, period. I think we put a lot of shame around... Um, just having these internal struggles and, um, not having everything figured out or, um, not having everything be perfect. And I think Mm -hmm. we just really want to normalize that, um, you're doing the best that you, that you can and, and that's totally okay.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think that language of that shame Mm -hmm. around healing and not being done is also very, very subliminal. Yeah. Um, I was watching um, Vogue Beauty Secrets to get ready today, (laughs) Um, which are some of my favorite videos. Vogue did a really good job with their YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and like kind of coming into the modern day world. Um, And I watched Elle McPherson's for no joke, no more than 26 seconds. (laughs) Because in that 26 seconds, it was like Elle McPherson's McPherson's, Mm -hmm. wellness routine. Yeah. And that lady is how old 90 or whatever she's <laughs> oh like gosh. she's up there. Yeah. she's up there and she looks amazing. she looks full she, she was up there with no makeup and a ring light looking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, this is my beauty routine, but it's really a wellness routine. Um, I used to be sugar addicted, carb addicted, not sleeping, and just lethargic. And now I've like turned to natural remedies, and I was like, nope, bye, nope, can't do it, no, 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 man. No, 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 no. And then I went to Alicia Keys's, which I turn to very often. Mm-hmm. I love that routine, and even the way she talks about how she's on a gluten-free diet because of her skin and because she's in the public eye. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. I really learned a lot about, um, and she thought about it, and she said the intaking into the body and what is being taken in, not diet. Yeah, yeah. She didn't say the word diet. Mm -hmm. She didn't shame sugar. Mm -hmm. She didn't shame Mm -hmm. not sleeping. She didn't shame anything that we know is barely our fault. Right, It's barely our fault that sugar is addictive. It's barely our fault that we can't sleep after a fucking pandemic. Yeah. That, and capitalism is ruining our lives. Like, <laughs> she didn't do any of that. Yeah. She was like, what I intake into my body really affects the, my outward appearance. Mm-hmm. So, this is what I do. Yeah. Um, so, that shame is subliminal. That's yeah. why we started this podcast because mm-hmm. we were feeling all those subliminal signs. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to
1: amplify those messages. Like, this is yes. like, this is what they're actually saying. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to buy into it. Um, exactly and don't you exactly. feel like that it's sort of like a testament to your own growth that you were able to recognize that like maybe in the past yeah. you would have uh yeah. seen ellen mcpherson's um Elle mm-hmm. mcpherson's uh youtube video and been like oh my gosh i have to do these things in order to look yes. a certain way and now you're like you yep. know what 20 seconds in i'm out like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yes. is not for me like i recognize yeah, what you're doing because yeah. i'm
0: sure it's gonna be L mcpherson vitamins yeah. coming soon <laughs>
1: absolutely <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's easy when you're living your day-to-day and you're even just trying to survive that you're not fully mm-hmm. aware of all the mixed messages that you're getting in 24 mm-hmm. hours from everywhere. Yeah. You know, not just yeah. uh, social media or, or media in general or, you know, the workplace or mm-hmm. wherever. You know, it's like there's so much mm-hmm. uh, that we're taking in. And Mm -hmm. not really, like, acknowledging, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh, my God. What a segue, friend. (laughs) Because speaking of that, I have found um, myself being kind of thrusted into a different level of healing Mm -hmm. through this podcast, through talking to you on this microphone Mm -hmm. and through interacting with people in our DMs and on Instagram. And I have found a version of self-care that I did not know existed Mm -hmm. Which is when I actually have time for myself to process these kind of emotions and things that I've been going through. Mm -hmm. And this is why I keep telling stories and keep telling things that happened three to four years ago. Mm -hmm. Because I did not have time to process what they actually meant Mm -hmm. until now. Um, and in through talking to you, talking even to Roe, mm-hmm. um, and breaking all this stuff down, it has gotten me to a different level of self-care. Yeah. I did not, and a hard one, yeah. a rough mm-hmm. one, I didn't know was even here. Right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I mean, I think for me too, this podcast has been really healing. Like I'm someone for a really long time who felt like my voice and my feelings didn't matter.
0: And um, mm-hmm.
1: not only that, I was, like, afraid to use my voice mm-hmm. and to talk about certain things and to mm-hmm. be so, so vulnerable. Um, yeah, and I've, like, made it through the other side of it, right? Like, we are now at the season yeah. one finale, and I'm still yep. standing, and I feel like I'm better mm-hmm. for it, you know? It wasn't yeah. as scary as I had imagined it to be. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I -hmm. I feel like you remember when we first started recording together, it was like, I was really just struggling with that, like, social anxiety of like, am I going to say something stupid? Are people going to Mm -hmm. really dislike me? Um, Just really Mm -hmm. concerned Mm -hmm. about other people's opinions. And I think I've just gotten to a place now where it's like, this is my truth. And if Mm -hmm. people don't like it, then I need to be okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean just really grateful that we, you know, not only was I doing this and this was really healing, but I was doing it with my best friend and, yeah. um, you know, it was great hanging out with you, mm-hmm. uh, recording together, talking about, um, some of these really difficult things and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just really excited to yeah. see, uh, you know, what's next. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. Um. Is that all you wanted to do
0: for Can We Discuss, or should we...
1: Well, I thought there were two things that I... um, Just tying in some of the previously uh, discussed topics that we went through uh, this past season... Um, Mm like I think body image was a really difficult episode for us to yep. to talk about um you know mm. we had to like even reschedule at one point because we were just mm-hmm, not girl. able to get behind the mic because Justine not was just having <laughs> a breakdown <Not> just you <laughs> <laughs> I too was breaking down um oh, but you know I it's like could this really be the season one finale of Zen? What without shitting on the Kardashians a little bit? Um. Oh boy, <laughs> what do we have now? So right, be- what did they do now? Right before I got on the mic, uh, I was you know just scrolling through Instagram and I saw this mm-hmm. BuzzFeed post that said, "quote Chloe Kardashian opened up about correcting people that call her daughter quote unquote big because she doesn't want to pass down her own quote unquote really unhealthy." Relationship with food and body image. And then she goes on to say, people will always say she's so big, and I'll say, oh, she's so mm-hmm. tall. I try to make them be mm-hmm. more descriptive. I know what an adult means when they say that, but I don't want her to misinterpret that. And um, that just made me really sad for, for True. Um, me too. Because me too. clearly Chloe needs to do a little bit more healing around her own issues with her body image, her body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. her relationship with food. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've seen her time and time again call like her dieting like a lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's really unfortunate that I think she's already potentially instilling a fear in True that being fat or being big or whatever you want to call it is like the worst fate or the worst thing that mm-hmm. can happen to you. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like how is that gonna heal her potential relationship with her own body? You know what I mean when she's mm-hmm. already putting all of this pressure um, yeah. and already putting shame around certain descriptors, right? I right. right. I just, yeah, it just it just really bumps me out. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't feel any type of way about this because I, I do know what she's saying. Yeah, here, right? Like, Like you can heal as much as you want to and you can have fine connotations around words as much as you want to but the world doesn't still Um, so I understand what she's saying um, to try to make people more descriptive when they talk about her around her daughter Mm -hmm. but girl if that clip on you on Jay Shetty which was not that long ago talking about people shoveling ice cream in their face Mm. and talking about oh wow wow I'm so fat Mm -hmm. you didn't say that not that long ago bitch So I do not feel bad for you. Now all of a sudden, because somebody's calling your daughter big, not fat, big, which true is a very tall uh, little Mm -hmm. girl. She is like at three, two, I don't know. But her daddy's like 6'10", and then (laughs) Chloe is however tall. She's tall, tall, yeah. Right? You know, they're tall. So that makes sense. Um, But I do not feel bad when it only affects you and your household. Mm -hmm when you did not apologize, you did not do any kind of make good, you had a whole show called Revenge I was just gonna say. People calling themselves fat Mm -hmm. and coaches, having people throw up and then get back up and keep training and doing all this very uh, emotionally abusive shit. Mm -hmm. Not always. There were some episodes that were like, oh, okay, I see, you know, this is like a nice little show or whatever. Mm -hmm but no, there were some times where some of them coaches were doing some Jillian Michael bullshit yeah, yeah. and you did not say any apologies yeah. for it. But now all of a sudden we got to switch up our language and when you talking about your child, yeah. no girl, bye. Nope. And didn't she call like Jordan Woods like a, a fat oh, fuck? Oh, fat, a fat fuck, of watermelon something or other. What? Yeah, forget it. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, yeah. They're trash. Yeah. Yeah. Trash. Yeah.
1: And all of you got BBLs,
0: including <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. So that's all true. of you need to sit the fuck down. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> I just think again it's like speaking about like messaging, like this messaging is just so fucked up to me, right? Like let's just play devil's advocate mm, and say mm. that true grows up to be in a fat body, right? Like yeah, then what right, What are you right, going right. to teach her then, right? Like, that yeah. she can't love herself until she adopts right. a certain lifestyle and looks a certain way? Like, that's yeah. what my main issue is with it. Um, yeah. I don't even... I just, like, at a loss for words, <laughs> honestly. Um, and then on that note, I saw... And I know that you posted this. Um, Jonah mm-hmm. Hill's Instagram post mm-hmm. where he... Said to his followers, "quote I know you mean well, but I kindly ask that you not comment on my body, good or bad. I want to politely let you know it's not helpful and doesn't feel good. Much respect." End quote. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was, I thought that was really courageous of him to set that boundary. Um, mm-hmm. I think again, and you know, we've discussed this. Like you never really know what someone is going through, and so even if mm-hmm. they have a quote unquote good body. Or a body that you desire, like it's not, there's so many other things that you can compliment them on, right? Like you don't know, like, what they've done or what they're going through to have that. What happened to them? What happened to them, right? Like Mm -hmm. maybe they're going through something really stressful, or maybe they're struggling with an eating disorder or disordered eating. Maybe they're struggling with another type of illness. Like you just don't know. And then for you to say that, it's kind of Mm -hmm. reinforcing that message of, like, I need to stay sick or um, yeah. yes. I need to take extreme yes. measures to look like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. maybe like they're not doing anything extreme or they're not ill, but it's like also this other message of like, I can't look another way because then I won't be desirable, right. you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think
0: there's nothing wrong with saying, wow, you look really good mm-hmm. to somebody who you know is on a weight loss journey and no wants to look different. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with, Pointing that out and encouraging that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know what's going on with Jonah Hill. Yeah, And he is in a different body now, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want us to talk about it. Yeah, um, And I hope that he takes his power as a white man mm. and helps out some other people yeah. who may uh, be dealing with this same thing, mm-hmm. women, people of color, mm-hmm. Uh, Femmes, all kinds of people who may be dealing with body issues where people are constantly nitpicking, talking about, and up for judgment. Yeah. Um, and he just basically said, I'm not up for judgment. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And set a, and set a boundary. <laughs> like, d- don't yep. come here. Don't tell me. Yep. I don't want to hear it. So yep. um, mm-hmm. again, once again, just highlighting the importance of setting boundaries. And um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. honestly, if someone crosses like now knowing where he stands, if someone crosses that boundary, like you're an yeah. asshole. <laughs> Exactly. Sorry. Yes. Now you're the asshole. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Um, But shall we move on and keep it 100? Let's keep it 100. Yay. So keep it 100 is our segment where we give an update on our growth, progress on goals and achievements. And I guess we could start off by saying... I guess just acknowledging how far we've come, not just in terms of this podcast, but in terms of our own healing. Um, Mm. I feel like you've made tremendous strides, um, you know, especially in the last few months with your own healing journey. Um, Mm -hmm. I know it's been tough. Um, As you know, as as useful as I think therapy is, sometimes it's not fun at all. You know, (laughs) (laughs) to be reopening old wounds and to just really Mm -hmm. be like letting out certain emotions. Um, It can be really uncomfortable and emotionally draining, but Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. it's so important to sort of confront your ghosts and to acknowledge them. And um, Mm
0: -hmm. well, speaking of ghosts, (laughs) um, uh, Cardi B Uh retweeted Uh yesterday. Uh, She tweeted the whole thing, but at the very end, it said healing involves healthy grieving. Mm. No way around it. Wow and I think that is so um, uh, it's just spot on with what I'm dealing right now Mm -hmm. I am two sessions in to my new therapist and I'm learning an incredible amount about myself Um, I'm processing these emotions after days of journaling, thinking Mm -hmm. I have space now to think about things. But my main takeaway is that the last, um, kind of bout of therapy that I was on was about a nine month stint. And it was really all about me forgiving others Mm -hmm. for what they have done, whether it be 30 years ago, whether it be 20 years ago, whether it be nine months ago. And, um, it was all about me not being stuck. In not forgiving other people for what had happened to me yeah Um, and also a lot about me uh, working so much and producing so much and what exactly I was doing it for um, who I was giving to because it wasn't myself Mm -hmm. Um, and I was stuck in a place where I was shoving everything under the rug in order to keep being productive and not letting anything stand in my way Mm -hmm. including men family Mm -hmm everybody was just shoved under the rug yeah. because I had to Justine had to keep going yeah. otherwise it was all gonna fall apart um, and now that my life has changed so drastically I find myself just looking inwards mm-hmm. and finding what I am doing to stop myself yeah not what others yeah. have done in the past because yeah, you can't right? control that right what, exactly yeah. exactly and the things that you can control right are forgiveness mm-hmm. and your thought pattern mm-hmm. and now I'm working on the thought pattern mm-hmm. piece. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to get myself really, yeah. um, to the place that I want to be at in life right now. Yeah,
1: that's huge.
0: Um, and this means processing trauma mm-hmm. from family, friends, otherwise people I have to deal with, uh, on a weekly basis, people I am hiding my true self from out of fear that they will leave me or that, um, they can't depend on mm-hmm. me as they did once before. And that right there is grieving. Yeah. Um, yeah that I am kind of in right now. Mm -hmm. And it feels, it does not feel like I'm stuck, Mm -hmm. but it does feel like, damn, this is work.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's not like a walk in the park.
0: Yeah, yes. And so I really just wanted to drive that home, that that grieving, that's what that feels like. It's processing Mm -hmm. stuff in order to change your thought patterns from something that was a part of you, Mm -hmm. right? Those thought patterns were a part of you. And someone who has really moved forward in terms of creating a totally different thought pattern, reaction, defense, offense, is Yellow, my (laughs) co-host, because let me say something right now, okay? If I presented Daniella with a problem, she would react in the most hilarious, but also <laughs> not in the best, the most healed way. Yeah. Previously, when you had your old job and you were not going to therapy, yeah. and now you're like, okay, let's sit down. Let's think about this. Yeah. Let's sit down and kind of level out these mm-hmm. thoughts. What's really happening right now? Yeah. You really zoom out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I have always said you are uh the friend that I always want whenever I want somebody I'm like oh man I wish my friend said this you are that friend always
1: um (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my god I'm like where's Adele's album so I can just like let out all of these tears Adele
0: please you want to talk about somebody with boundaries okay (laughs) Her album's called 30. This bitch yeah. about to be 35. Oh
1: my god, I love it. I'm ready for this healing, you know? I I needed her Ooh. when I was 19. I needed her when I was twenty-five. I need her twenty-one mm-hmm. and twenty-five. I need her now at thirty. Yes. And, like desperately.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm like almost sad for the next ten years when she's not gonna work at thirty. <laughs> about to call her album forty-five. Oh my god. And Be fifty-seven, like, oh sorry guys, sorry. Sorry. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was working, I was busy, I was taking a break. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs>
1: She's hilarious. Um, Yeah, I mean, so much of what you just said, like, completely resonated with me. Um, Like, you know, when you're, like, just brushing all these things under the rug, it's, like, at a certain point, there's, like, a huge pile under that rug, and you're going (laughs) to trip over it, you know? (laughs) You can't just, like, you can push things down, but at a certain point, it rises back up. And sometimes it is so overwhelming, um, which is why it's... It's hard to, but it's it's. I feel like it's it almost saves you a lot of heartbreak in the long run when you just acknowledge and confront things that are bothering you instead of just yep. pushing it down. Because um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know even with me, like I did that for so long that it amounted to me like almost having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. like really needing to go to therapy. Um, mm-hmm. And so like even if you feel like you're not really going through something huge in your life, but you have this kind Mm of, um, calling to seek help, like go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, prioritize yourself. Self-care is important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as Mm -hmm. we mentioned before, self-care can look many different ways. Um, and even grieving. Like, I feel like in our grief episode, we primarily Mm -hmm. talked about like the grief of losing someone, but like grieving too can look many different ways. Like saying goodbye to old thought patterns, like, um, Mm -hmm. I definitely believe that you are not your thoughts, but when you're so entrenched in like a specific certain certain thought pattern where whether it's just being extremely critical of yourself or being very yeah. negative, you become entangled with those thought patterns to the point where yep. you can't see the distinction between yourself and, and these thoughts, yes. um, what you think, of what yourself. you think of yourself. Exactly. And that's why yep. it can be really helpful to see, a, a medical professional, um, mm-hmm. a therapist, yeah. whatever, yeah. to help you work through that stuff. Cause it is really hard shit and, um, mm-hmm. it can be a lot. And, um, you know, even just grieving like old narratives that you held onto yourself. Right. Um, mm-hmm. like I know, like, even though, me quitting my job was the best decision for me. There are times where, like, I still grieve that past life where, you know, it, like, you know what I mean, like the way that I saw myself. You were uh, walking down yeah. 49th and 5th Yeah, you know, with
0: your, with your, well, with your cute little
1: bag. bag. <laughs> y'all got some handbags, y'all. Okay. You know, it's like you have this certain idea of who you are, and okay. and that was sort of it. It it was a little bit of um. I don't know. It was a very humbling experience. And I know that I'm Mm. more than a job. I'm more than an, you know, accomplishments, but that's also really hard work is to really love yourself without those external, uh, factors or validation. Um, Mm -hmm. and so again, I would just offer people who are struggling with that to give themselves a little bit of self-compassion and a little bit of grace, Mm -hmm. um, you are doing your best, and again, that is more than enough. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially after the year we all had. Seriously. Man, Lord. Year, two we years. All... <laughs> two years. I, uh, I saw somewhere was like, um, I'm getting ready for my junior year of COVID, and I'm really like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Like, I'm a little nervous.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Y'all, come on. The air almost killed us. If you're still here. <laughs> You're doing yeah. You're doing amazing,
1: (laughs) sweetie. You are,
0: yes. Oh man, should we stretch our soul? Yeah, let's let's get it. Mm, mm, mm. So this is the uh, solutions and resources for how to heal and start the journey on the can we discuss. And um, for my soul stretch, I already told you off mic, but I am taking not one, not two, but three trips out of this apartment Mm. uh, before the end of the year. I am out of here, bitch. Mm -hmm. I have got to go. (laughs) Um, Living at work and also being your work is a lot. And so I see why all of the people who I follow um, will take month breaks at a time, will take a week and go to Cabo, Mm. will, Pre-record a lot of their sessions because this is a lot. You never get a break, and it's crazy. Um, so I am reorganizing my job over at two black girls, one rose, to have some really definitive uh, deadlines and expectations, yeah. so that I can take proper breaks. Um, and taking just three times to get the f out of here. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's that's pretty much my oh, bitch. Okay. <laughs> so this this episode is coming out either the day of or the day after your one year anniversary, oh, yeah. is it not? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That is the alignment. Yeah, the alignment. Oh my God. I think that is so incredible that you have taken a creative endeavor mm-hmm. and a year after, I mean... I was ecstatic yeah. when you
1: left.
0: <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Um, I was
1: too. I felt like uh, the genie at, at the yes. end of Aladdin, you know? It's like I'm free. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> um, and a year after that you have this output of this thing mm. that you have been dreaming about since before you quit. Yeah, that's true. And that is incredible. Yeah.
1: That is What an incredible anniversary. Yeah. Have. That's true. I mean, mm-hmm. I think for so long I, I've had this, and I still struggle with this narrative, but of, like, I can't handle it or, like, I can't do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. really doubt what I'm capable of. And, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, time and time again, like, you would think from, like, life experiences that I would have learned by now that I can handle a lot of shit, <laughs> I can a put lot. up through uh, put up with a lot. Yeah. Um. But again, like doing this podcast has been so healing. It's you know been an uh, an opportunity to tap into my creative side, something mm-hmm. that you know has been dormant for so long. Like you know when you mm-hmm. are just surviving uh, from the throes of capitalism and just trying to yeah. you know get up each morning and and mm-hmm. go to work. Um, but doing this has been extremely rewarding. Um, I'm just so grateful for anyone who has reached out with their own experiences or mm-hmm. with their kind words. Um, it has been so rewarding to me. Thank you, Joe And um, even now, it's like I'm starting to think more like, okay, maybe like I can be an entrepreneur. Maybe I can start a business. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I dream about opening up a coffee shop and like before Mm -hmm. you know especially before therapy like I for the longest time stopped dreaming like I had
0: no dreams
1: my only dream was to retire to make it to retirement (laughs) you know (laughs) and maybe have a family you know of my own (laughs) that was pretty much it both so dependent on so many things so many factors um and you know that's that's a really sad way to live to live without having any dreams um to lack any creativity for yourself to think that things are Mm -hmm. possible and within your reach um so I'm just again just very grateful for Healing is hard work, right? And I'm grateful that I've put in that hard work. Um, I'm grateful that I made the choice to uh, wake up from being an autopilot and to really be present with myself. And sometimes that has meant acknowledging really hard and difficult emotions where it Mm -hmm. would just be Mm -hmm. easier to uh, be under the covers and ignore everything. Um, And don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong, sometimes I still do that. And that's totally okay because on that given day like that is the best that I can do right um right but you know in the past I wouldn't have seen it that way um it would have framed it a completely different way so Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah I'm just grateful to be here (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um yes you know great you know I and for the first time in a really long time it's like I'm excited for what you know these next five years are gonna look like or the next Mm. 10 years or whatever um
0: yeah yeah and because there's some unknown but there's also things that you know you can control Mm -hmm. produce on your own and be really proud of yeah and feel accomplished Mm -hmm. versus girl the way that this economy is looking yeah i don't know when retirement is coming (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: and like in the past like i was just so consumed by fear like the unknown was just in and of itself like (laughs) too much (laughs) much and enough to make me spiral into deep anxiety you know Um, and now it's kind of like yeah there is a lot of unknown but I Mm -hmm. am trusting myself more that I am going to be able to navigate difficult moments because I have (laughs) and um, you know that I think also just like having grown that self-love makes everything Mm -hmm. a lot easier because mm-hmm, when you are, mm-hmm. like, crawling to get out of your own skin, when you feel like you are yeah. enemy, public enemy number one, like, number one, yeah. <laughs> it can be hard to get through your day. Um, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I think, again, that is why having self-compassion and uh, leaning into self-care and really just nurturing yourself is so important. Because yeah. it's like the great Carrie Bradshaw once said, it's like the, <laughs> the no. best and most exciting <laughs> relationship you will ever have is with yourself. Something like yeah, that's that, true. you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So nurture that, you know. Yeah, um, Give it the love and attention it deserves because you mm-hmm. are worth it, and you know you mm-hmm. are more than enough. Mm-hmm. Forget what the outside voices are saying. Like you are it, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Damn. My soul feels like Gumby now. <laughs> that was quite the speech, friend. Aww.
1: Oh man. <laughs> Uh, Should we get into Bravo? English? Let's do it.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh my gosh.
1: I am still reeling from last night's I know. <laughs> reunion. Beverly Hills. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: So the season finale was fine. It was underwhelming. I it was it was underwhelming yeah. um i thought it was very interesting that nobody was patting themselves on the back for eating chinese food <laughs> the way they were for haitian food but okay oh yeah God. sure. Let's, uh-huh, that's true uh-huh, that's true uh uh-huh. um but yeah okay sure
1: whatever um and like that... lisa Rinna, please uh like, your what you were wearing was cosplay. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, I mean, Erica Jane does it all the time, but like Lisa. Yes.
0: Yeah, and both Erica and Kyle's hairstyles mm. gave me like I'm a white girl at a ethnic party. <laughs> tease. Yeah. Um, look
1: how accepting I am, and like, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh my god, I did my research, guys. Yeah. look like, Type thing. I'm embracing it. Um, yeah, yeah. But also, Erica is one of the only white women who gives uh credit to the people who she appropriates from mm. i will give her that mm-hmm. if nothing else mm-hmm. um but lisa just slapped on that wig mm. that that wig oh no it just gave me that she's appropriating something like she saw
1: crouching tiger yes. dragon and
0: was like that one yes <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure that oh, wig's name is called Dragon or whatever. You know, like <laughs> she's just terrible. You can't Same with her. The worst. Um, the worst. And she, I feel like again, she once again really showed her true colors during this reunion. Yep. Um, mm-hmm.
0: um, it, during a conversation between Dorit and Garcelle, which I like barely even want to talk about, but it is what it mm-hmm. is. Both. Rena and Erica inserted yes. themselves into that dialogue yeah. in a way that was so unnecessary. Yeah. Especially Erica, girl, we know you're going to get to you. Didn't you notice how she like kept
1: inserting herself, not just in that instance, but like throughout the first part, like throughout, it, like this yes. has nothing to do with you. Why are you making a face nope. right now? Why are you talking? Like, we're going to get to you. Relax. Yeah. I feel like, it's very clear that she is hungry for that spotlight. And mm-hmm. I think she subscribes to like, even bad press is good press, you know? <laughs> yes. I think so too. I think evident
0: by her Instagram. right? She right. definitely does subscribe to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah. But girl,
1: I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it was very apparent the lack of respect that these women have for garcelle i mean we knew that before Mm -hmm. based on other episodes but this reunion made it like crystal clear um yeah Yeah. i have never seen dorit raise her voice to anyone like that anyone ever not even kyle not even kyle like and like other women have put her through some real shit you know like there's been real real drama with other women and she has never once raised her voice like that and that to me is mm-hmm. like are you not the bully right now like are you not yep. um like all three of you women coming for garcelle yeah. in this moment and then it's like yeah. you're also gaslighting her being like oh like how can you not feel a part of the group oh but mm-hmm. like you're the one making mm-hmm. it about race it's like no bitch you are what are you talking yeah. about
0: yep. and i
1: absolutely yep. believe that rinna did say that about um me too. not wanting you know, like being upset that Garcelle was part of the cast and bringing race into yep. it and that this is not that kind of yep. show. Like yep. that has mm-hmm. a written mm-hmm. all over it in my mind. Yeah.
0: I would say anyone on that cast mm-hmm. except for Crystal and honestly, maybe Erica. Mm-hmm. Cause I could see Erica being like, Oh yeah, it's fun. We have some, like something new to talk mm-hmm. about. Like I can say like, But the rest of them, I could see everybody else on that couch saying that exactly, Mm -hmm. especially Lisa and Doreen.
1: I mean, I feel like even Kyle's reaction, like her facial reaction, (laughs) was very telling. She's like, girl, you said it. Who
0: said that? Who said that? You said it. You said it. And honestly, y'all, for any of you white people listening, (laughs) what you do in that situation if you didn't say it is, No, I think it's great that you're coming in here with a new fresh perspective.
1: You don't Boom! You don't You dead. You dead. Yeah. You don't like go on full Karen and are like, how dare you, beast? (laughs) You know, like how how could you say that I would say something like that? It it's like no, but you you're (laughs) you are um for someone who claims to constantly own it, you rarely ever own it never ever so I don't Mm -hmm. think it's that uh, crazy that Garcelle would believe you having said this. like you also had like a 20 year friendship with Denise Richards and you completely turned on her during the show on TV TV. yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I just feel like she was really pulling some like (laughs) intense gaslighting maneuvers on Garcelle when she Mm -hmm. just flipped the script and put it on her like how dare you say that yeah. and uh, that's you, why you yeah. were mean to me because you heard that and yeah. you didn't call me out on it like this is your fault yep. no no yep. Rina absolutely not Mm-mm.
0: nope and like you have to apologize to me for bringing that up I was like she has to get fired yeah
1: me. absolutely And that is crazy and Dory too at this point I mean maybe yeah. f- like let PK take her spot or Phoenix or Jag. I would love that or you know, <laughs> any of those Mauricio things, <laughs> any of them <laughs> anybody like The fact that she said that Garcelle is so pressed and, you know, tries to stay relevant. Like, do you not know who Garcelle Beauvais is? She's had nearly a 40-year career in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) She is a talk show host. Like, she does so much. And, like, guess whose
0: movie did not have to be sponsored by the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion? (laughs) Okay, coming to America, too. Okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That was that was bold. Very bold.
1: Very. Mm.
0: That was some bold white mediocrity right mm-hmm. there to say that she needs Dorit to stay relevant. That is insane. Meanwhile,
1: you're wearing your weird dress line, wedding dress line, at the reunion. Oh my god! Coming up with like fraudulent business after fraudulent business. Like, <laughs> oh just get out of here. Get out of here, girl. Um, But I will say, like, I was nervous that because the reunion is split into four parts, that part one would be all fluff. But I feel like uh, Andy really brought it with the drama and the questions. So, you know, Mm -hmm. off the bat, he was addressing Erica. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I am at a complete loss that she still shows no remorse or empathy for tom's quote-unquote alleged victims
0: alleged. she's still saying yeah alleged.
1: girl where'd the money go why, what you mean? why are you protecting this man why oh
0: my god that's crazy
1: yeah I, something very very nefarious is going on there something
0: real weird something right real weird, yeah it, it, yeah it's walking like a duck and it's talking like a duck mm. I I wish she would express herself more. I don't think she's in a place where she can, um, but I think she says these things like, oh, I'm not a quitter. Mm. And that is something that a lot of people who are going through divorce say because they feel like other people look at them like they quit. Yeah. So she's trying to like create this narrative that she's not a quitter. I wish she would place that on more the divorce rather mm-hmm. than like this lawsuit of a thing mm-hmm. so that I'm going to show up to my job. Yeah. Um, and I just wish she was a little bit more emotional, but she's still cold as ice, mm-hmm. bruh, mm-hmm. which I used to love, but now I'm like, damn, you were stealing from people, girl. That's crazy. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> Seriously.
1: <laughs> Seriously. I heard, and like the fact mm. that I heard she makes $600,000, uh, filming Real Housewives what? of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like that's her salary. $600,000, oh, nah. but she had $0 oh. in her bank account.
0: Oh, nah. Oh, Erica. Because oh. I was like, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. And nah. I feel like, you know, just like the damage control she's trying to do by shopping at TJ Maxx and Target. It's like, <laughs> have you never had zero dollars? Because when you have zero dollars, you are not shopping. You don't go, <laughs> you don't anywhere, go anywhere, girl. Yet. You know, it's like you have a flip-flop and the strap is broken. Yeah. You put tape around yeah. it. like you, you, do some, you put it back together. You do some MacGyver shit. In. Yeah, you're not... <laughs> You're not freaking going to Target and TJ Maxx. Nope. Mm-mm. Especially when you have yeah. a closet full of shit, unless you sold all that shit full of sh- <laughs> and
0: uh, yeah. Oh my God. Will was over my friend and neighbor mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh my God, for your vanity, you should get the pretty mess sign. Is she
1: having a sale? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Will shut up. Oh my God. Just for her, it's from her studio. At this point, only like, the mess lights up. <laughs> the pretty part is completely just out.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Um, Erica, girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of pretty mess, uh, do you want to move on to Real Housewives of Potomac?
0: Oh, my God. Yes.
1: <laughs> mm. 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 Oh, my God.
0: Candiace. Candiace. What are you oh doing? Oh, my God. Candace, you know what really is on my nerves about this fight Hmm. is that Mia is wrong. How so? When she went up to Dottie and was like, so it's Chris getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was was real rude. That was real wrong. Mm -hmm. But Candace is so below the belt. She has no remorse for people's feelings. I remember when her now husband called her a princess and she called him a deadbeat dad. She
1: doesn't care. That was She doesn't care who it <laughs> is. Yeah. She doesn't care. It fuck. could be Jesus himself and she'd be like <laughs> saying some wild you shit. You broke nigga with your
0: sandals. She would, she would like, she like... would your go and she doesn't would love care. you dead. <laughs> oh god. So
1: bad.
0: And like... She's had stuff off the show mm-hmm. where I remember when she called that blogger fat and hoped that he chokes on a chicken bone or something and then that he died.
1: What? Yes. Yes. That's why yes. you don't wish people dead. That's really fucked up. The,
0: yeah, it's <laughs> fucked yeah. up. She was like, oh, he's so fat he can't even breathe. Look at him. Like she went in on this guy who's just like doing reviews on YouTube or something. Yeah. Like yeah. And that's how you know also that Candace, this is the real her, because she really gets really bothered by yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Like Karen. Walks around unfazed. Why? Mm -hmm. Because she gets on that camera and now she's the ambassador for Surrey County. Yeah. She's not Karen Huber. You know what I'm saying?
1: She'll so she she like walks through it like kinda like Kenya Moore. She's like, I'm gone with the Wind Fabulous. Like I I, (laughs) I don't need to accept what you're giving me. I reject it. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: Yes. Because it's not really Mm -hmm. all of heart that we're seeing, Mm -hmm. which I'm totally fine with. And the same with like candy, right? Mm-hmm. Can't you call her something? Then she makes a business out of mm-hmm. it, and it. Blows you away with her million dollars, mm-hmm. like. But Candace, this is the real her. Yeah. You getting mad at somebody doing reviews on YouTube? Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, you are wild,
1: it's, wishing them death. Yeah, no, that's insane. Um, yeah, it's like who hurt you? But we know who hurt her. Yes. Like Dottie, <laughs> Dottie, what did you do? My God, friendo. <laughs> daddy <laughs> <laughs> my god and like i just feel oh, like she's man. such a child you know like yeah not just in like yeah. being so reactive and throwing those low blows like that and just mm-hmm. you know if someone raises their voice she's gonna speak like you know so much louder than them yeah um right not just like throwing things uh it's just like when chris <laughs> Had to, like, physically take her out and give her a time out. And then he's cleaning up her mess. It's just so embarrassing. Poor thing, talking to
0: himself. I I don't even want to go on these trips. I don't know why. I should be cooking. Oh, my
1: And he's like, I'm done. And he's like, damn, there's more lettuce over there. It's like. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, yo, Wendy with these. Wendy is also very childish to me too this season. doesn't yeah. like this list. I know. I, I want to
1: know like actually what's going on with her.
0: Uh, me too. Yeah. yeah, me too. Cause this shit is weird. Mm-hmm. How she's like, I don't know what bathroom you should use. Like,
1: right? Like you go season six. You book the Airbnb or whatever. It tells you how many rooms and it. bathrooms are. You've been in the house mm-hmm. for like at least a day or two. How do you not know? You know. Just be upfront, oh and you know what? God. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like you guys said you weren't coming on the trip, right? You, yes, you got the last yeah. rooms. You don't get a bathroom, right? Like, right. I wasn't expecting right. you here. If you don't like exactly. it, find another accommodation. No problem. And I think that's fine with Miss Robin going to a hotel. Yeah, I think it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was so weird that after throwing such a stink about like we're not going, we're not going to be a part of this. I feel like the producers must have called Robin and Giselle and been like, "Uh, you need to come down here because like the show does not need you. Like these women are throwing down Yes, like there are fights happening and you're missing out on all of it. And so I feel like it was a major case of FOMO, maybe like even COVID fatigue. And they were like, let's go down (laughs) to where are they again? What's it called? A Chesapeake. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever it's called. Yeah. Let's go down there. Um, yeah, I just thought it was all so weird. and. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was really, like, contri. It was, like, very contrived. It's very settled. Yeah,
1: and they were in separate yeah. cars. That didn't make sense right. to me either. And then Robin came in there with a stank face and stayed with that stank face the entire I, It's like, why are you so. here? Yeah. Yeah, why are you
0: here? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was two things. I think that... G needs a timeout. I am no. like flabbergasted that Mia is not embarrassed by his behavior. Um You are? I'm not.
0: This is how they get down.
1: Uh, like he is doing weird <laughs> shit with his tongue to Karen Huger, yeah. to, to Karen. the Grand Dame yeah. of Potomac, to the ambassador of Surrey County. Like, show some respect, honestly. I don't yeah. know. If Adam was doing some crazy shit like that, like yes. just acting a yeah. fool, I would have no problem yeah. taking him aside and being like, "You're embarrassing me. Stop." Yeah. No. Stop. Yes. Same. You're making other I, people uncomfortable. Enough. Yes. Yes. But the
0: way that Mia and G run around this earth, yeah. I feel like this is how they get down, and they learn from Michael and Ashley that like you can't keep it a secret. That's so Z true. Might as well just have that's that. so true. <laughs>
1: Because it's like in the beginning when we were first introduced to them, oh. he just seemed so like level-headed. Like he seemed to really yeah, ground he did. her. And now yeah. I'm thinking yeah, like yeah. they're a hot mess and we don't even know the half mm-hmm. of their relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Yep. I feel like they live a certain kind of lifestyle, which I think is completely fine. Yeah. But I feel like they'd be dipping in and out of things and doing all kinds of stuff. And in perhaps those worlds that they dip in and out of <laughs> how he behaves is yeah. like acceptable and fine mm-hmm. and what you're supposed to do but in on tv this this ain't working yeah no this ain't working no, miss mia this is this is looking crazy
1: so weird and um mm-hmm. and then uh candace and ashley threw oh down God. times you know <laughs> like for the millionth time you know it's just mm. never ending with them Yeah, yeah. They,
0: I don't know. Them, and their fights to me, they're another one that I want to dig deeper because both of them have white husbands. Mm -hmm. And I like want to dig deeper into why both of them act the way they do with these white husbands. Mm -hmm. Who both have like strange tendencies to do strange things. Chris is obviously the more level I think, Absolutely. Oh, I mean, that's oh, not saying oh, much. God. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I'd like for them to have more of those conversations around both of them having white husbands and acting really childish and wild, mm-hmm. but. I don't think we're gonna get there. Yeah. Same with like Wendy acting like she wants to be a housewife and acting like she so she's so dumb all of a sudden. Hmm. Like I'm I wanna dig into more why that is. Like, yeah. you're Nigerian with this very American dream. Like let's get into that, but I don't think we're gonna which
1: we is Yeah. Instead we're gonna talk about their that. matching outfits which were horrendous. Oh, <laughs>
0: Screaming, and yeah. just new money. Yeah. I have money yeah. for the first time ever. It's like oh, even God. Versace makes mistakes. <laughs> I, oh, all the time. All the time. We've seen yeah. it on this no, show, I know. Giselle. Yeah. With your best for it, quill. So bad.
1: Cause I feel like Ascala was kind of matching with her husband, but it worked. It wasn't like oh, yeah. they were yeah. I feel like Wendy and, and Eddie were very much dressed like you would dress siblings. Like it was matchy matchy. Yes. <laughs> For a Christmas card. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It was yeah. way too mm-hmm. much. Um, yeah.
1: Good luck to y'all. Mm. <laughs> Until next time.
0: <laughs> Until next week. And Salt Lake City, I actually did not
1: get to watch.
0: Really? I didn't. I mean, of my, you know, my TV was in and out, acting crazy, doing crazy mm-hmm. things.
1: You don't really miss much. Um, yeah. Do, I mean, you saw that preview, though, where, <laughs> with Whitney's kids reacting to Mary's story about, did you see that preview? no oh my mm-hmm. gosh mary it was just another mary moment um okay one okay. minute she's describing how someone from her congregation their daughter got into a car accident was ejected from the sunroof fell you know um, 30 feet into a neighborhood all right, and, all, right um, all right. yeah and then the oh, <laughs> Whitney's daughter was like oh my god did she survive and mary was like no and then she's like, but I'm happy oh to be God. here. And then she's like, all cheerful. Oh I'm just like,
0: <laughs> She is so... How is she...
1: See, this is how you know
0: she's stealing those people's money. Because how on earth does anyone go to church with somebody like this? I know. It was such a weird segue. And then she's like, wear your seatbelts. It's like... <laughs> oh my God. Oh Lord. She is so weird. Yeah. In the best way.
1: And the, and worst, the worst way. And
0: the
1: worst way, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Mary. And then other than that, all you missed was just, um, Jen and Brooke sitting down and Mm -hmm, Jen mm -hmm. once again with the crocodile tears and ultimately she had Brooke feeling bad for her. (laughs) So she is a master manipulator. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, well.
0: Did they go to dinner by themselves?
1: It was hilarious. No, uh, Meredith was actually there, but she was seated at the bar. Well, so a (laughs) a chaperone lady. Yeah basically oh my god. did she bring lisa with her no lisa, I mean. no but she she okay. had her phone with her you know she was in okay. a red monochrome okay. outfit you know what <laughs> just oh my god just <laughs> meredith engaging being, yeah. disengaging like you know whatever <laughs> oh my god yeah
0: oh meredith oh boy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is there any other moments
1: um there was, you know, like, Lisa Barlow is, I guess, trying to mend her relationship with Whitney. Like, apparently, Lisa's husband really likes Whitney's husband. So that's, I think, motivation for her to, oh, you know, yeah, try to okay, have some yeah. sort of okay. friendship or at least be cordial. Um, okay. But I don't okay. know if it's going to last, really. I think it's it's probably really hard for Lisa to have a friend like Whitney who is going to make her always be accountable for her behavior is going to call her out. And I think shows that Lisa is not a perfect woman and like Lisa can't have that. I think that's a, I I think she gets really defensive, um, Mm -hmm. when she's Mm -hmm. portrayed anything but perfect or, (laughs) you know, the best wife, mom, whatever, (laughs) friend. Yeah. Um, so, that is very much it, I think, to be continued. I think
0: Lisa, too, is one of those ladies who gets real annoyed at women who don't seem, like, ambitious. Mm-hmm. She, like, always wants to be around, like, the boss women. Yeah. She wants to have, like, the same attitude, like, girl boss, toxic yeah. bullshit. Um,
1: but I feel like Whitney is ambitious. You know, she has her own skincare line and business and... It's not like she's not. Girl, that is not
0: ambitious. Why? She, she married that old man. She got funding for that little skincare line, that little funky skincare line that I'm sure, I guess some people are buying. Yeah. And um, that's it. But Lisa has like a tequila line. I want to be a billionaire. I'm not gonna stop. I'm only gonna drink diet coke until I get five wow, million dollars. Yeah. Like she's, you know what I mean? She's in a very toxic place when it comes to business and entrepreneurship and mm. like this. Girl boss situation. Yeah, and Whitney is just like on TV and trying to sell her shit.
1: I don't know. Um, I think she's. I think she's trying, but I, I yeah. think Lisa does take it to another level,
0: right? Lisa's yeah, yeah. Lisa's at a whole different like yeah. level of I'm a businesswoman type shit. And I don't think she's gonna. I don't think she likes that out of
1: Whitney. Yeah, I mean, it's you definitely know? a big part of her personality for sure. Yeah, along with yeah. diet coke and, I, and eating fast food and. <laughs> being a Mormon, (laughs) you know, (laughs) very much. Uh,
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm. And I think, I think that was it. Yeah. 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 All right, friend. Oh my God. I can't
1: believe it. The finale. finale. We did it. Oh, man. (laughs)
0: We did it. We did it, Joe. Um, You guys, please email uh, zenwhatthenumberone at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what resonated with you the most. Mm -hmm. Um, Just give us your feedback. We would love, love, love to hear it. Yeah.
1: And if there's anything you want to hear more of, any topics you would like for us to dive into next season, we would love Mm -hmm. to hear from you. So, yep. Yep. So, if you oh we already did it
0: yeah oh well you know what if you're listening right now (laughs) please share on your ig story we would love to grow the community and we will see you for season two see
1: ya (laughs) bye Bye.